The vertical and the horizontal are always related in Jesus' kingdom. Our relationship with God will affect our relationships with others, and our relationships with each other will affect our relationship with God. God's Spirit in us always has implications for the people around us, and vice versa. Here's Dr. Jim Bradford with more on today's Central Moment. I welcome you to Central Moments. Galatians 5 and verse 13, as we continue through this book verse by verse, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. There's a freedom from the bonds of the old covenant. There's a freedom from the need to be circumcised. In this case, as he's writing to the Galatians, there's a freedom from that kind of religious spirit that gives us rules without a relationship with God and and just becomes more oppressive, all the religious expectation. He said, in Jesus, there's a freedom from that. We are forgiven. We're made new. My brothers and sisters, you are called to be free, he says. And I, I hope you're experiencing the joy and freedom of walking with Jesus, not under oppression, not under undue obligation. But he's careful to say, this is not freedom to do whatever you want in the sense of moral sin. Instead, he said, don't use your freedom to indulge the flesh. In other words, that sinful nature that we have. Rather, use your freedom to serve one another humbly in love. And those really are our marching orders as Christians. Jesus, the night before he's crucified, when he has his disciples around the table at the Last Supper, he would say, now here's how people will know that you are my disciples in particular. There are many people who had disciples in Jesus' time, but here is how they you will know that they will know that you are my disciples in particular, because my disciples love each other. That's the culture of the kingdom I'm bringing. Everything about the kingdom of God is relational. That's why the two greatest commandments are to love God and love one another. Last time I looked, love is a relational word. This is what it's all about. And so here he said, don't use your freedom to indulge the flesh, just to, just to put yourself first and serve yourself and do whatever you feel like and gratify yourself with sin, indulging your sinful desires. Now, he said, here, we, we have a very different focus. Our focus is on the people around us. And humbly, not arrogantly, not thinking that we've, we, we've got something to prove or that we're better than anybody. But he said, serve one another humbly in love. Just do it. And, 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 and don't try to prove something about yourself in it. The flesh focus on self, but just humbly, without needing to prove anything to anybody, without your ego in the middle of it, just care for the people around you. Serve one another humbly in love. And then he goes on in the next verse, for the entire law, the Old Testament law, is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. Now, Jesus elsewhere Jesus himself has said there's two great commands. The first is to love God. Paul's assuming that, that they have gone after God. There was a time they accepted Jesus into their life, although they're drifting from that focus centrally on Jesus. But uh, his point is that the freedom of life in Jesus, which is already assumed, um, calls us to this one primary thing. Love your neighbor as yourself. He's quoting, of course, out of the Old Testament law there. And he said, that's, that's ultimately the law. That's why we don't commit adultery. That's why we don't steal. That's why we obey most of the Ten Commandments, because we want to love one another, not take from them, not, not abuse them, not exploit them, not benefit 
from them personally at their expense. Uh, we love one another. And then in verse 15, but if you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. And this is a principle that goes through all through Scripture. There, 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 there are spiritual consequences to how we treat one another. Jesus himself would say, when you stand praying, forgive those who have, have harmed you so that your Father will forgive your sins as well. When we release forgiveness to others, there's just something of the freedom of the gospel that works in our lives. In the first few book, uh, chapters of the book of Acts, wherever it says, with great power and authority, the apostles perform signs and wonders. You'll find in that verse, or the verse before, or the verse after, it also says, and they were of one heart and one mind. There is unity. Unity gives place to the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Even Peter would say, husbands, uh, if you're not treating your wives right, uh, Jesus isn't going to listen to your prayers. Uh, what happens relationally in our lives or horizontally with other people in our lives affects what happens vertically, spiritually in our lives. So this is powerful stuff. Let's humbly serve one another in love and watch us give place to the work and power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for this. Help us to love one another. Help us to do it humbly. Help us to honor the people in our lives. Help us to, to, to not live by the flesh with the focus on ourselves, but help us to truly care for those around us. We pray and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.